1: Recorded live I'm going to put your body upon the gears and upon the wheel. Upon the by all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine's working for that, it's no more to you. that's it. Last words on my lips. I am a resident. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. Life has value. Get up out of your dead. Do you understand that more people, I mean, more kids are being handed credit than they're being handed diplomas. In front of the cameras, we all hate each other. Behind the scenes, it's a business. Would say we're going into a revolution. We're in the revolution. Now the question is, who's going to win? The will
2: let them do. They know just how much latitude their department gives them
0: on abusing citizens. They do it because they know they can. They do it
1: because they know, they know they will get away with it. Oil is less security, not more secure. Cut the budget
0: and bring the truth home. Yes. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. Wake up. Welcome to Guerrilla Activism Radio. The truth of the news and the news of the truth. Guerrilla Activism Radio is an affiliate of truth-media.info. Here we cover many, many subjects of local and statewide universal global politics and you know economic uh issues, conspiracy and a lot of other different uh things, such as anti war and, and peace, amongst many, many others. My name is Miguel, I will be your host alongside my co host Eric. Hey Eric, you there? Hey Miguel, how are you brother? How's everybody? Hello to everybody out there in uh radio internet land. Now now we are trying something different with the uh, audio quality of the show today. Um, I'm looking forward to getting some responses on how we sound from everybody out there in Radioland. so um, after we archive the show, we probably will be reaching out to a lot of you people and asking uh, if the quality of the audio is better today than it has been in the past. So uh, with that said, Eric, you want to start the, start the conversation up with exactly some of the some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. Sure uh, Miguel and I talked of course as we always
2: do uh, you know about engineering the show and what our topics were going to be and since there's an upcoming mayoral and city council election uh, coming May 14th we decided well let's you know do a little show on the current state of the politicians who are running and what's going on the you know the word on the streets and uh, you know what's been in the local media here and you know uh, what's been going on with this uh, current election cycle for the mayor of Jersey City and for the city council. And people should remember that Jersey City is the second largest city in New Jersey. We're enormous. We're broken up into five wards and we have, uh, so that'll be one council person for each ward. That's five. And then there are three other council seats. Two are called at large and then there's the council president. So the first top getters there get the those top uh, those those at-large seats and then of course you have the mayor so that's that's basically what's up and uh, people can really vote for uh, two at-large your local council person and the mayor so they'll be voting for uh, four uh, four seats I believe I hope that's the right information but as I understand it yeah four so
0: um, yeah, that's that's pretty much. it. And then we'll we'll talk about other hot topics and
1: news. You know, what? You know.
0: Mm-hmm. let me let me ask you a quick question. The, the when you're a councilman, uh, you get a salary, right? You get paid for performing these these duties for the city.
2: Yes, you do. You get a uh, not only a, a salary, which is which is pretty fair. I, I think you okay. know people do work even in um you know our work you know we do a lot of volunteer work miguel and you know that, that can be a full time job that we're really doing with our life uh, just our volunteer work we get zero money but when you, when you're doing something like council which is a part time job i don't know exactly how much they make i believe it's you know 28,000 or 30 something thousand possibly uh per uh, per seat i think it go- you know it might change by how long you've been there and if you're a at large candidate, uh, sorry, a council person versus a just a ward uh, council person. But yeah, not only do you get the the salary, but you get a company car, and you really? get,
0: you get insurance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, and this is like a part time gig, right? Like a lot of the people on the council actually have day jobs, and this is a, their side gig. Or do some people actually do this full time? Some people do it full time. Uh, for
2: other people, it is a part-time gig for instance my council person is bill Gohan, and he has several of his own businesses that he runs full-time i believe i believe he still runs full-time he owns a funeral parlor as is one example there are other people who have uh you know not only in jersey city but other council people they'll have two and three other positions and isn't that isn't that illegal actually well well no it's not um it should be, you know, maybe it should be. A lot of people have a term for it. It's called double dipping. Now, here in the United States of America, people attain to have the most, the biggest, the big, you know, the grandest wealth. So, until it is illegal, what can we really do? We can complain about it. That's what, what a lot of people do. Oh, you're double dipping. You're double dipping. I think a lot of the people who scream that are perhaps jealous in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it isn't illegal they can o- hold two or three jobs, so they may when they say double dipping they mean they have two or three different city jobs or or tax paying jobs and that is true it is mm-hmm. uh, for instance the the um, a great example is brian stack who is right, not only right. yeah he's not only the mayor of Union city but he's also full time full time but he's also the full time uh state senator from new jersey so you know, at what part of the day are you the mayor? What part of the day are you the state senator? It was a weird law, and he was allowed to – now now it's illegal. Now they've made it where, where you cannot do that. He was kind of what they call grandfathered in, so they, they allowed it, and now this rule exists. That, I think, should be wrong. I mean, if it's a full-time position, how can you hold two full-time positions at the same time when, it, when they're basically a nine-to-five type of position? That doesn't make sense to me. But if you're, if you're a council person and you know, maybe you have another city job, I really, I don't know. It doesn't really bother me that much as it does other people. Or if they uh, have another full-time business or whatever, I, I, you know, okay. There's many people who have two and three or four businesses. Famous people have them all the time. So, you know, why, why, would, why wouldn't they? Until it's made a law, you know, I personally don't have that much of a issue with it unless it's full-time positions where you, you know, then it's crazy to me, personally.
0: I see. Yeah, because I remember the, the whole Brian Stack conversation coming up, and conver- uh, you know, that, that coming up a lot <laughs> while, we, yeah. while we were, you know, around different uh, people who didn't really like Brian Stack too much. And um, I remember that coming up. Well, he has two positions. This is, this is illegal, and he shouldn't be allowed to do that, and blah, 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 you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you know I mean he he does he's well loved Ryan Stack who is now our we're in the heights here and he's our state senator now they redrew up district areas and you know where his reign is and we're in his area now before mm-hmm. i think it only came up to union city border but now it's up to the up to the heights here so he's our uh state senator um
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and people seem to like him i mean he seems to do a lot of good work i know there were a few scandals attached to him in the past he was, I believe his ex-wife, one of his ex-wives or his ex-wife, I don't know how many he has, but was getting free gas from the city or filling up her or driving the state car, something something that was really odd. And he, he had since uh, reimbursed, you know, for all this gas that this wife, ex-wife was, was taking and, you know, a few other scandals along the way. So, you know, it's, uh, I, you know, yeah, I, I guess it can... Um, Entice people to to break rules, you know, now and then. When when you do have all these different positions,
0: hmm. and um, I got to say, throughout this whole mayoral uh, um, issue that's been happening in Jersey City, it seems like it's getting pretty hot and heavy lately. Hmm. Um, President Obama's backing of Mayor Healy has been a kind of a shock to a lot of people because they thought that Stephen Fulop and Obama were and cahoots due to some flyers that were, you know, being put out by his team. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, you're absolutely right. Yes. Uh, Mayor Healy recently did endorse, I'm sorry, uh, President Obama, President Obama did endorse Mayor Healy. And that, so that makes sense because Mayor Healy endorsed President Obama for both of Obama's campaigns. So this is, you know, it's, what what politicians do? It's, it's payback, a nice payback. Um, we have to remember that Stephen Fulop <laughs> endorsed Hillary Clinton. So, right.
0: He, he, he had an event that he threw for her, uh, didn't
2: yeah. he? In Jersey City, yeah. I believe so. yes. Yeah. So wh- you know why would the president endorse uh, him? Although you know people would think, oh, he's from Goldman Sachs and Wall Street and Obama's interests and money. A lot of his funding came from there. You know why wouldn't he in, you know invest in this new young Wall Street person who, you know, is is more for the, the yupsters and, you know, he could maybe identify more with the younger Stephen Philip, um, but he's endorsed healing. Now, there have been some campaign flyers that have been found around Jersey City that people are, are talking about, and one is a uh, Stephen Philip campaign flyer, which has President Obama's logo, you know, the circle, the O, with the red and white stripes that are horizontal and the... Right. the uh, yeah, the uh, like a blue sky with the rising sun in the back. Uh, that's all over his Stephen Fold's flyer. And, uh, you know, I, I would wonder why he would be able to use that logo, because it is a protected logo, on his campaign material. It's just, uh, it's just interesting. And then on the back of the flyer, there's actually uh, many residents, mostly African American residents, who were photographed in front of a picture of president Obama, the, the famous, uh, the phone. I don't know the artist who did it, but you know, that famous campaign picture where it was like beige and blue and red. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're all photographed, not all, but about maybe 10 are photographed in front of this. And then, uh, at the bottom, uh, and also in the middle of the back on the front page of the bottom and on the back in the middle, there's the same photo. It's like the back of president Obama, his head down and, and it's uh, somebody with their hand on his back, and it says, "We've got your back." So, you know, why would, you know, why would, you know, Stephen Fulop want Barack Obama's uh, logo all over it? Uh, you know, it seems to us that he's pandering to the African American community because we haven't found any campaign material outside of Ward F. The the what I just described is only from Ward F. So far, we have. All the other areas we can, haven't found.
0: Mm-hmm. Can, can you explain a little bit what, what uh, Ward F is? Uh, where, where Ward F is located and the people primarily located in Ward F?
2: Uh, I don't know the exact boundaries, but it's mm-hmm. you know way past Journal Square, way past McGinley Square. Um, I, I believe it's near uh, the college um, in, in, in that area. I don't know the exact boundaries. Uh, it's Saint Peter's Af-
0: College, or I think NJCU and, uh, and that's what I mean, Saint Peter's. Are, yeah, I think they're both uh, located in Ward F,
2: right? I don't know about Saint Peter's, but um, could could be. Um, I don't I don't really know the exact breakdown, but okay. it's mostly African American, and uh, I know Diane Coleman is the current uh, councilwoman and Stephen Phillips candidate for May 14th, and um, she's the Ward F council person and she has, she herself came out with some controversial remark. I'm sure you heard about it where she had, she said jokingly referred to all, uh, all the residents or, or all the people who live in her ward as uh, having criminal records. You know, she made a joke at a, at a meeting and people were very upset about that as they should be. Even if it was a joke, you don't joke like that. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're the representative
0: of these people and why would... How is she even still in the race? Why, why like, with, with, I, with things like that happening, you know, you're saying everyone in the ward that you're running for has a criminal record. Yeah, It's a, it's a miracle that she's even still, her name is even still in the hat <laughs> for any, and, any, 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 office, any office, you know?
2: Well, I agree. I mean, people say, well, she's done some great work. She has some other organizations that she's, you know, helped many, many people with. And that may be, I don't know that much about her. Uh, I, I guess so. And, you know, that's wonderful if that's the truth, that she's helped these people in the ward. But, you know, why would you even joke? Why would you even think to joke like that where it's on record? It's right there. It's on video. Anybody can look up this video. Um, You you know, why would you want to joke? It's a painful thing. And many people were were completely upset because there's uh, most majority, vast majority are hardworking African-American people that live in Ward F. So why would you even joke that everybody has a criminal record? Um, you know, I agree, but, but the, the people who support Stephen Fulpe just, you know, blindly, you know, make every excuse in the book, um, you know, for, for her statement. Um, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. And that's not to say that, you know, only, only Stephen Fulpe is surrounded by controversy. We have to remember that Mayor Healy, uh, and, and Stephen Fulpe and Mayor Healy, you know, we, we know them, we've seen them, they're, they're nice people, but they surround themselves with people who, I mean, especially in Mayor Healy's case, who are now criminals. I mean, that's the issue I have with Mayor Healy. He's surrounded himself with people who took payoffs and and uh, now are incarcerated.
0: And some of those, incl- some of those people that received payoffs,
2: Marianne are, Omega.
0: right? Mar- and, and, and right, and uh, some of them are also police. Let's not forget that there's 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 you know some police out here in Jersey Not all of them. You know, I don't want to sound anti police or
1: right.
0: anti cop or whatever. Um I know I know some cops from Jersey City personally, they're they're friends of mine. We've played pool together and hung out and drank and, you know, had had a good time. You know, just you know, they I consider them friends of mine. But there are some police out in Jersey City, um, who are doing things similar to what's going on with the NYPD. It's just it's just not spoken about as much. Um you know, because I guess the media doesn't cover it as much as it should.
2: Right. So there's always that opportunity for for scandal, for corruption. And and just because these people are connected to them doesn't mean they're corrupt themselves. But you never know. I mean, we have to remember, um, you know, Stephen Fulop is from Wall Street. He worked at Goldman Sachs. Uh, he, he worked at Wall Street for a long, long time. And only recently did he uh, leave Wall Street, you know, I guess about a year, a year and a half ago, maybe less than that. I don't remember. But, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, he worked for some very progressive organization or was with doctors, with borders, without borders, I'm sorry, or, you know, or, you know, some uh, GMO, you know. Um, I, I don't know. It's just uh, that's why people like us, we have to keep our, our you know eyes on the prize, so to speak, and make sure we get the best people in there, because we, we don't want to be fooled again. Many people were fooled uh, with uh, Brett Schundler and were fooled with President Obama, thinking that they were going to bring real change. And, uh, and we haven't seen any real change. We've seen the continuation of the of the Bush policies. You know, that's why we have to be very careful with, uh, you know, with Mayor Healy. we know what we're getting. Um, hopefully... You know, there's also another two candidates. There's Abdul Malik, um, who's a, a Muslim man who's running, completely independent. Um, and, and I support that. I think that's what America... There should be more of those. I, I totally agree, Miguel, right?
0: There should and be more and more of those. There should be 16 parties running for, for a mayor or, or president. Absolutely. And we also
2: have, beside Abdul Malik, uh, we also have Jerry Walker, who has been a community activist for decades and has been an NBA star. I'll say he was on the, you know, I forget what team, but he was an NBA star for quite some time and traveled the world and still does up to this day, a lot of community activism in his ward, which is Ward F. He was one of the people upset about the comment by Dan Coleman. Um, so, you know, you have four choices for mayor this time, you know, Stephen Phillip, Mayor Healy. Abdul Malik, and Jerry Walker. Now, something interesting that happened with, with Abdul Malik, there was a mayoral debate that just happened. I'm sure you knew about it. Uh, did you go to it, Miguel, or no? No, I
0: wanted to.
2: Yeah. I read I
1: about
2: it, in the paper. Yeah, I didn't go either. There are two that are coming up, two more that are coming up. Now, all four were invited to the past one, which is at School 28. There are two more. One is at St. Peter's College, and the other is at the Lowe's Theater. So there's two that are coming up. Internal Square. Correct. Wow. And and I don't. I'm not sure the dates, but they're coming up. People can check it out. Just do a little Google search. Malik was not invited to either of them. It was only the three candidates they invited: Fulop, Healy, Walker. And people were really outraged. Why wouldn't Malik be invited? Now they they have a history of doing that, excluding, you know, the what they consider lesser candidates or candidates that don't have a snowball's chance in hell. So, but that's wrong. You know, every candidate, like you were saying, there should be more invited to the party Uh, because of the pressure from us and, you know, on Facebook, Little Insider and his pressure by himself. He was invited to the debate at St. Peter's. I don't know if that'll happen with the Lowe's, but we got to keep the pressure on and at least have the illusion, you know, of a democracy of having this fairness. So I don't know why people would want to exclude. Well, I mean, I, I do know, I do know why. That, yeah, I was, we all
0: we all know why. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. Just like they did to Ralph Nader and you know um, other candidates. Um, Ron Jill Paul. Stein, Ron Paul, uh, Ron Paul. Yes. Um, they, they don't want to hear what Ron Paul has since since Cindy Sheehan, Cindy Sheehan, and uh, Jill Stein, and and you know, like I said, Ralph Nader many times had just not been invited to his own presidential debate. When uh, he was the, the third party, you know, it's the Democrat, Republican, and the next biggest is, uh, beside Independent, it's, it's the, the Green Party at the time he was running with the Greens. So hopefully for Malik, he'll be invited, uh, at least, you know, to, to the lows.
1: Yeah, I
0: can, I can see the article here on, uh, on uh, New, NewJersey.com, NJ.com. Mm. He he yeah he, he created a big stink about it and he actually won the invitation mm. to get in to, to get in. You know I, he actually had I've I've never heard of this candidate actually so it's interesting. Uh, I think I'm gonna get a little bit more information about him.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm glad he's running. I'm so glad. Now there are other uh, people running too for at large. There's a uh, few on the Healy team. That's Peter Brennan, Viola Richardson, um, uh, Omar Perez. Is also running. Uh, there's a few people running with um, Walker, and that's uh, Raymond, Ray, Ray Regalado, and Sean Connolly. Uh, Sean Connolly is, uh, is a lawyer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, let's see who else. Uh, Team Phillip has Joyce Waterman, Daniel Rivera, and Rolando Rivera. So those are the people running at large. Now, at large, they represent all of Jersey City, it's not just right. one. So right. if your ward candidate can't make something, an event, or represent you, then you go to your at-large um, council person. Mm-hmm. Then we have awards A through F. Um, you want me to give a few of the candidates from each ward?
0: Oh, sure,
1: sure.
2: Yeah. Okay, so f- uh, from Ward A, you have Frank, I don't know how to pronounce this, G- Gajewski, uh, Charles Epps, Ricky Johnson, Jason Berg, who we know, he's a friend, Lori Hennessey. That's Word A. Word B is Chris Gadson. This guy, Kim, Ker, I'm sorry for the mispronunciation, Kimraj, Kimraj, Ramchai, looks like Ramchal, Uh Uh, Gerald Myers, Esther Wintner, and Jesus Tassado. That's Word B. In Word C, you have Adela Rojena, Janet Chevrez, Richard Borgiano, and Nidia Lopez. Uh, Interesting. You can tell the, the, our listeners about Mthiaz Sayed, who was running. Oh
0: yeah, Mthiaz is a good friend of ours. He's a uh, he's also a member of Jersey City Peace Movement, is mm-hmm. he not? He is, he is. But tell them what what he did today. Oh yeah, fortunately, uh, Mthiaz has chosen to bow out of the race. Um, why did he do that? I'm still kind of unclear as as to why. I mean, he, you know, we we spoke about this earlier. He has this big sign right there by the highway. Uh, Enormous. By, by Summit Avenue that's been there for how, what, like oh. more, about a year or two? Almost, almost a year.
2: Yeah, almost a year, right. Um,
0: it's strange. What's, he, what's going he on?
2: Said, well, he sent a press release out, and apparently he said due to some other uh, prior <laughs> engagement or another opportunity or I, – I didn't know exactly specifically what it is, but he said this – other engagement is going to keep him traveling for the next six to eight weeks. And he's just going to gracefully bow out of the, of the election. So it's just down to those other candidates that I mentioned. Now, Adela Rohan is a good friend of ours and she's, you know, a great person. She's really a great activist. She's always in the streets. She helps the lower middle class, the homeless. Um, you know, Nidhi has done a lot herself. She's the current councilwoman in Ward C and, you know, so, uh, it would be, it would have been tough for people who know MTI's and Adela, you know, it would have been a tough choice for them who to vote for. But now that MTI's has backed out, it'll make it a little easier, more competitive now. Now it's going to be inter- even more interesting. Now for Ward-
1: mm-hmm. okay, go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to go on to Ward D, but go ahead. No, I was going to say um, it, it is going to get a lot more competitive. Um, I, I'm hoping that. Maybe a couple more names will get dropped into the mix other than Fulop and Healy because the media, especially in Jersey City, the local Jersey City media, has basically not they, – they they've hardly mentioned the other candidates aside from those two. They, may, they make it seem like it's a Romney-Obama thing where it's just those two guys going head-to-head. Right. And you know, there's a couple more names that need to get mentioned, I think. Right. Now, now the bottom line, what we ha-
2: always have to remember is that no matter where they are money-wise, no matter where they are fame-wise, everybody knows Mayor Healy. Everybody knows who is Stephen Fulop. But they have a lot of money. Whether or not they're loaded or whether or not they're, you know, what my grandmother used to say, piss for, you know, doesn't matter. And the fact is that all of them had to bring the exact certified amount of qualified voters to register them, to qualify them to run for mayor. That's all. So they all should be on a level playing field. They all had to bring the exact same amount of signed petitions, and they all did that, all four. So I don't care if you're super wealthy or you're super famous. You should have the same respect as the person who isn't as well known, and you should be invited to these debates. And shame on the people, shame on the people because if I know that these people are running and you know that these people are running, they certainly should know and they should have made sure they all, it's a simple phone call to this city clerk's office. There's no way that they, there's no way that they didn't know. Um, Yeah. So I'll go on to Ward D candidates. Uh, They are Sean Connors, uh, police officer and uh, I believe assemblyman. Very nice guy, very well respected. Uh, He used to be with Mayor Healy's team for years He's, I don't like to use this word loosely, but he's flip-flopped, and now he's with Stephen Fulop's team. So that, that kind of surprised me. Um, I, I don't know why he went over to Stephen Fulop's team, but um, you know he was very loyal to Healy for, for years and years and years. So Sean Connors is one, and I like Sean a lot as a person. Um, I don't know who this person is, Mario Gonzalez, and then Michael Yoon, who's been a business owner in the Heights, uh, for over 32 years.
0: And And an organizer, too, right? And an organizer.
1: Yes,
2: he has. He's done a lot for the community, getting uh, shuttle buses and buses running up. He's uh, helped save the park. He's helped, um, you know, with the Save Christ Hospital, uh, you know, event. And he's done quite a bit for decades. Not recently, not some new run-of-the-mill person obscure that just popped up um, and that we don't know about, uh, he's been there. He's very well liked. He has a huge, uh, especially seniors love him because his store is very, very clean. It's very family friendly, fr- family oriented. It's like a card store. And uh, a lot of people know him from that. And then the next person who's running is Grace Giron. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with Ward E, there's only, uh, and this is, seems to be the least, um, you know, at least people in the running for Ward E. There's only a few. So it's, um, Fletcher Gensamer. I don't know who that is. And Dan Levin, uh, who also used to be with, uh, his own, he, he ran for mayor once and he actually was part of the, I don't know how involved he was, but he was supporting this group that was wanting to recall Mayor Healy. Now he's running with Mayor Healy. So Dan Levin, um, Nice guy, very progressive, but, you know, that, that's a little concerning for some people. And mm-hmm. the last person is Candace Osborne.
0: Candace Osborne, I've heard that name before, too.
2: Yeah, I think she's running with Phillip. She's running on Phillips
0: ticket, so... Let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. This, I, you know, there's there's this local Jersey City TV uh, show. Was it, the Hudson TV, I, I think it's called, or Hudson County TV have you seen this? Yeah. Philip was actually interviewed on it.
2: I I haven't. I mean, I've seen clips. Yeah, I know what you're mm-hmm. referring to. I don't know the how. Uh, what's the uh, what's the story? I, I saw
0: I, I saw a clip on on that show that someone put up. I'm not sure if it was on uh, on Facebook or I just saw it on one of the channels that I'm subscribed to. Or that Hudson Hawk guy who's you know always making these clips attacking uh, the Philip camp. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. there was there was a clip of uh, Philip. Uh, basically uh kind of belittling this woman who was talking during one of the um the uh city council meetings. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he basically told her that uh, she's just one of many people who just want to come on stage and uh try to become a superstar. What was he? I I'm paraphrasing what he said. I think they just wanted to get on T V. He was like, Oh it's just right. another another person who just wants to like, stand here and rant and rave just to be on TV.
2: Right. That's exactly what he said. Rant and rave. Right. And it was a woman who was upset about what Diane Coleman had said about everybody at Ward F. Yeah. And, uh, so this woman was going on, which is her right. That's her right. As an American, uh, citizen resident, you have a right to go up before the city council and any, I mean, they have different rules from, from city to city, but that's what the rules are. And for four minutes, they have to listen to you. You get your time and they're not supposed to cut you off. And I, I don't think he did. But afterwards, that's when he kind of laced into her
0: right. and
2: berated her for giving her opinion on being insulted as a resident. She was a resident, is a resident of Ward F, and was telling her she was just uh, there. She wanted to be on TV. I mean, TV, it's a local, you know, Comcast or whatever, you know, it's a local station right. that, you know... Public in public, eye, yeah, you know, yes, it's TV, but come on, it's not, you know, the voice or Dancing with the
0: Stars. Come on, you know. To make and if you're gonna, if you're gonna talk about someone doing something just to get on TV, at least it's kind of like, a, you know, it's kind of like the the person living in a glass house throwing stones, right? Because everything, and this this goes for all the candidates. They they, you know, especially during election time. They do everything for the TV or the camera, whether right. they're on the whether it's in pictures, whether it's on, you know, making the a video of you talking about your service in the military and other things that you want to use mm. to make yourself seem like the the clear-cut winner of the you know of the title. So when you're telling someone that you're only doing something to get on the TV, dude, your entire career is revolves around you're getting your face out there as much as possible exactly so it's kind of funny in a way to especially the when he said it to it's just a dick but you know i've heard healy talk to people like that too so it's not just for for stephen fullip one of the candidates this goes for all the candidates they all do that so when you hear one of them say something like that it's like you know it's, it's incredible
2: it was it's insulting that. you know it was insulting yeah, it was. because you know here You know, you have to know the dynamic, of course, of America and the oppression and racism, history of racism, and especially coupled with that, the oppression of women. So here's a black woman, here's a black female, really, from Ward F, who's expressing her anger and her her being upset in in a very eloquent way. She really wasn't ranting and raving. She was, I wouldn't say she was soft-spoken, but she was certainly not over the top, and right away because she's a you know, black female. Oh, she's ranting and raving. You know, uh, if a man did, it would be accepted, but a woman's doing it. There should have been an apology. I'm really sorry if you, if you were offended. I, I apologize for Diane Coleman's statements. You know, she should have come out with a statement, apologize for it and move on. But they didn't do that. They, they, they still defend it to this day. They still defend it to this day. Even if it was a joke, I, you know, Miguel recently, the onion, that I love. I mean, I, who doesn't like The Onion? I think they're hilarious. Yeah,
0: they. Do. they
2: uh, do you know that the, the, they made an unfortunate uh, joke? It, was it funny? Yes, but there's a lot of humor that you don't talk in mixed crowds or you know, you don't say. Uh, they made a, a really nasty comment, derogatory, about a young African-American actress who was nominated for an Academy Award. Do you remember this, what happened recently? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, it got tweeted out, twittered out, whatever. I don't do either of those, but went all over the Internet, and within maybe an hour, they apologized. They retracted it, dropped it, and and said, we're so sorry. We apologize to this young girl, and they moved on. Instead of, you know, defending it and sticking by it, you know, it's like, wow, really? You know, just admit that you shouldn't have joked that way. You apologize to everybody, but no, they're just adamant about, you know, that's what we said, and I said it, and screw you. You know, it reminds me of the other Philip, uh supporter who used the N-word in, in a Facebook uh, post. I don't want to mention her name, um, b- but she ha- it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She's not denied it. It's there. It's a screenshot. People saved it. And um, she's not on his team, you know, uh, uh, his, his running team, but she's a staunch supporter of his and very outspoken and has been for years.
0: You know, that's, People, this is the thing, this is the thing with, with I'm sorry, you, you can continue. Oh, I said, no, no, I'm, I'm rambling on and on. I want to hear okay. from Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, man, this is the thing about politics that is incredible and, um, you know, and just retarded, I believe, about this whole thing. Um, you know, as everyone knows, I definitely have my anarchist beliefs about how I think. I mean, I, I'm fully aware that we live in, in a certain type of government in this country. I'm doing my best to work with out within it, but we fight every day to make it better for ourselves and our families and everyone else in this country, as much as we possibly can. I have my own opinion and philosophy about how I think this country should run and might run for the better, um, as well as a couple of under, other individuals that that uh, you know. So and you know, that, and, and how would that be? What would that be? Uh, it's an anarchist society, no government whatsoever. Um, more of a a community-based. Uh, government where the individuals who live in the communities would take a little bit more initiative on how things were run so in essence instead of electing a representative of you know who will make the decisions for you um, which is extremely difficult especially if you have like more than 500 people um, and you elect this one person that's going to make all the decisions for this these 500 people it's going to be difficult everyone's not going to get represented but uh, you know, that's just one thing. I could ramble on about that. We could do a show about that too. But uh, yeah, just, 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 just we, we should. I mean, I have a couple people that that would love to call in and and you know delve deeper into that. Um, but what, what I was what I was um, pretty much touching upon is that individuals like like uh, you know this woman Diane Coleman, who's part of this the the up camp, can can in politics in America they can say things like this, extremely controversial, just plain old wrong, insult someone. Um, get it caught on camera, you know, get it quoted, and everyone knows that they said it, and still be in the race. Um, the same thing was going on during the Romney-Obama uh, debates, where Romney oh, – I'm sorry, the, the uh, Repo- Republican uh, debates, where we have Santorum saying that uh, if a woman is raped, then, uh, you know, and then she gets pregnant, it's a gift from God. You know, mm. that, that that woman should have the kid and – and uh, her being brutally raped by this man and, and getting impregnated was a gift from the Lord. Um, and, and and this person is still in the race. Like people, he was getting votes still, you know. And and that's just the 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 dark the dark side of, of politics is how someone can say. And he wasn't the only one that said crazy shit like that either. There was a couple of other people who, you know, um, were saying uh, you know crazy stuff too. And they were still getting votes. They were still in the race. And you know it. If anyone was to throw the, and, and now this goes back to what you were saying about the woman using the N word against a, another individual, she may or may not be, uh, you know, supposedly, you know, we've, we've done a little bit of research on that. She may or may not be uh, on, on the full of team, but she has um, history with them. She's been a part of them. So, in essence, what, 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 what she shows people is a reflection upon their, their, uh, their camp and, and Stephen Phillips himself. Now, even with, with all this, and, and, and the other things going on with the Board of Education, that, you know, it's front page in, in the Jersey Journal that this guy's doing this, that, and the other, Healy's been in the papers for years. <clears throat> and these people are still holding their offices. You know, they're, they're still holding these positions. And, that, you know, I think that's one thing that's kind of, you know, I don't know, weird about politics. You know, it, 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 it's, it's just wrong. And, you know, when, when, when we find out about these uh, corrupt acts that these individuals do, we can't do anything about it. There's really nothing we can do at that point. We, we do, really, you know, we, we, do, we, we do things like this. And uh, yeah, took the words people, out of my mouth. Right. It took the words exactly out of my mouth. Right. I just Absolutely. wish, you know, more people would just stand up. And this is a, another thing, you know, but back to the anarchist society, you know, we, those people are, are thrown out, thrown out of whatever position, uh, that they're hold, they're held in. And a group of individuals will, will take the place. Mm. Has there ever been a quote-unquote um, anarchistic
2: society? Modern, yeah.
0: like it- mm-hmm. there, there, there was a very early model of uh, anarchist uh, society when the Native Americans were still residents in the majority of the United States. Mm. Um, when when uh, the federal, well, when when the when the government was still being uh, created here in this country, they would see how the Indians, how the Native Americans would, would manage their society and how they would work out their, their differences, mostly through tribal. Um, I mean, there's, there's different uh, different... Sorry. Damn, again. There's uh, different uh, facets of, of an anarchist society. Some, you know, there's uh, different uh, shades and how far right... It's kind of, it's kind of like the, the, the uh, Democratic and Republican thing. There's, a, there's a, left, a leftist anarchist and a right wing anarchists kind of and uh, but it, they don't mean they, they, the same things as uh, it, the usual, the regular politics uh, of, uh, of America run, but
2: um, I think e- a lot of people have a, have a mis uh, or preconceived notion about what is anarchism, even myself, I don't really know that, that, that much about it and I'm wondering in today's, the way that it's so structured, so solidly built, I mean, look at Wall Street, look at the Pentagon, look at the militaries around the world. I'm wondering is, I mean yes, I guess everything's possible, but how would we go, how would we transition from what we have now, which mm-hmm. is almost fascism, <laughs> you know, in my opinion to, to some kind of anarchism and I think a lot of people think anarchism is people walking around with bandanas throwing Molotov cocktails right, right. through windows. That's, that's,
0: that's, that's exactly yeah, what they
1: think, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: But It's it's nothing like that at all. It's actually right. it's, it's more of um, more of leaving everyone alone. I, actually, right. No one telling you what you can and can't do as long as you don't harm anyone else. Um, you know it's it's don't don't be dumb. Don't don't you know there, there are certain things that you just know not to do. And if you want to do something that someone else doesn't think you should do, like worship the Quran or you know uh, g- get a pistol. For, to protect your family, which is thing, which are things that the government are you know cracking down on. You know, there's no they're trying to take prayer out of out of schools. You know, there's certain things that you know the government should have no uh, business being involved in in a person's life. And um, you know, I'm I'm fully aware that it, it, you know it, it's not really likely that we're just going to gain gain an anarchist society overnight. I know it's going to it's going to be a a gradual twisting of know uh, of, um, you know th- but, you, know, if, you don't, if you want to lean into the libertarian thing first, you know that's cool, but the the eventual um, goal in, in my opinion is to just have a full anarchist society which is no government. Li- libertarians mostly believe in less government, but they still want the government so it's like uh, you know there's still going to be the state, the worship of not the worship, but just the
1: <laughs>
0: the uh, you know the, the
2: existence of the state do you think that occupy in a way you know, we were all on Z- down at Zuccotti Park, and you know we all endorsed it. We had problems with with the uh, Occupy Wall Street, but do you think, on some level, that was, in a way, an anarchistic society? Because when I was there, what I saw, yeah, right. I, I saw, you know, they had areas for free education, teachings. They had food, entire kitchen, uh, food that was probably three yards long, table with all mostly vegetarian food, free. This was all free. Right. And donated and clothing, you could get an area where there's clothing and there were entertainment and drum circles and on and on and on and I believe, I believe
0: that I believe that Occupy wall Street was a a re revival of the anarchist movement in this country. as soon as you like you said we, we were there, we, we witnessed it, we saw it I, I was mingling with the, with the uh, anarchists who who were there as well, they were handing out free, and I remember there now, now this is one thing that a lot of people don't realize about Occupy wall Street. It wasn't just one group of people with one mindset. There were many different types of people there. There was communists, capitalists, anarchists, socialists, a whole bunch of you know, libertarians. There, there was you know, 9-11 truthers. There was a, right. there was a, a big mixture of, of people. And um, the one thing I can say about the anarchists, the anarchist organizations who, whether or not they were actual occupiers, but they did frequent the spot which a lot of those other organizations did also. One, one thing that the anarchists did would, would, uh, was give their, their uh, literature away for free. They came with huge tables. They had, uh, you know, pamphlets galore of whatever you wanted, you know, all the different explanations of what anarchism, anarchism is and what it really means. The other ones, like the socialists and the communists and the capitalists, they were selling their stuff. So no matter how interested you were on it, you still had to pay a fee. Really? Yeah. So that That's was a little, interesting. Uh, like right. the newspapers and such, like their local. Yeah. From, yep. Yeah. Especially the the communists. The uh, the communists believe that. Um, right. Everything's a quarter, fifty cents. Right. They give you free paper, yeah, yeah. and you have it in your hand, and then oh,
2: it's fifty cents, by the way. You know, it's like uh oh, really? Well, I I mean I know there's costs
0: to making it, but you know, it's like wow. <laughs> I just think they made, a, they made a really big statement with that one. I think the anarchists, you know, and they had a lot of, I think they had more stuff than anybody, and they were giving it all away for free. That's right. Of it. And, and you, you, you touched on the, 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 the fact that they had different uh, little groups here the teachings here, the food there, um, the, uh, the um, they had the, what was it, the, the place where people, the media center, they had a little media center in the middle.
1: That's Those were different,
0: in, in, in the anarchist uh, societies, they would be called affinity groups. Affinity groups would be those individuals that would group group up together and create these little organizations that everyone would go and visit and can become part of to make the whole a stronger a stronger uh, base and that's basically what happened. Occupy Power Wall Street became like a a fort without actual walls. It was just a, a stronghold with many people, great people, people you know walking in and out, and there was so much information going on there. And um, I, I mean, I'm I'm glad that. So I was alive to witness that and to be a part of it. You know, it's it, absolutely ongoing, ongoing. Yeah, right. Still,
2: still there, a microcosm of, of what it used to be, and maybe it will resurge again after. Unfortunately, the next false flag attack, or the next, you know, time people can't pay for X, Y, and Z, or if the banks fail, or what happens in the U.S. like what, what's happening in um, Cyprus and Greece and right. all around the world, where you know people can't even get you know food or. Uh, and it's going slowly, 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 that way. So maybe there will be this resurgence. Um, I
0: think. I, I think one of the mistakes that that the, you know, that that they made was going after the. the okay, so going after the banks is the right thing to do. I, I agree with that. We should always go after the banks. But we also have to remember that, after you know, behind that, there's. It doesn't just stop at going at these banks. The banks of America. The Wells Fargo, the Goldman Sachs, um, we have to go above that to the bigger bank, the biggest bank, the World Bank. The World the Bank, right. The, the World Bank, um, especially the the one who seems to have a stranglehold on our country and uh, a number of other ones, the, the Federal Reserve Bank, um, right. and, and other ones that, that that are going around. And are, you know, the same individuals who are running the Federal Reserve Bank are, are running or in, in partnerships with these other world banks, like the IMF, you know, the Inter- International Monetary Fund. We got the, 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 the actual, there's one called the World Bank. And, you know, they, they're bankrupting these, these poor countries and buying them at a profit and basically putting their, their citizens into slavery. Right. These are, these are the same individuals that endorse our presidents, our governors, our congressmen, our senators, our mayors. As you can see, our mayor is endorsed by our president, who's another flunky for the banks, this, there's a reason why these things happen. It all goes back to. Um, I, I think I said this on the show a couple of times already. It, you know, it, it, if you ever reach a dead end in an in, in, in investigation, follow the money.
1: Keep yeah.
0: Follow the money. You'll know. you see where it goes. The people are printing money out of thin air at a cost to you. To you, they're they're not paying that debt. The people are. That's and right. Endorse, they're endorsing these, these people that we, we're trying to elect to create change. Why would they want to create change that their paycheck is coming from, from these banks?
1: You know, I
2: saw something. I saw something funny. Uh, it, w- it was a comedy thing, and it, it was uh, one of these memes on Facebook. And it was uh, President Obama, and he's kind of laughing. You know, it, it was like actual picture, and there were like five or six other people, and like cracking out, like really, he's really hysterically laughing. It was an actual photo, and the the uh, text said something like. They thought I said, they thought I said change. I really said chains, you know, and I thought, wow, that's
0: (laughs) terrible. Yeah,
2: chains, chains, (laughs) chains, you can believe it. You know, but we are, we are, we're having this, this, we're in this bondage to the banks. Whether you're a student, whether you're a senior, whether you're sick, whether you're a homeowner, whether you're a child that was just born and you don't even know that you're eventually going to owe money. So, you know, it, it, that joke isn't too far from the truth. Yeah, we all want change, G, but we end up with chains. C-H-A-I-N-S. Um, one of our listeners uh, just asked us to uh, mention something about uh, the teaching, I'm sorry, the debate that will be at St. Peter's College, and he's requesting that they ask really hard questions. And I'm going to add something. It should be organic and qu- I would say have speakers you know I'm sorry microphones and have the people actually ask their questions from the microphones it's not a hard thing to do they you know they like to control everything they like to have people write down their questions and such and you know that's uh, you know a way to control free speech now of course they're they're putting it together they can do it the way they want but us as the as the people can also call them out on it like we want we demand a free and open forum of course, you don't want some idiot to ramble on and on, so you do a, a time, like a minute or a minute and a half. You have a minute and a half to ask your question, and then, you know, they have a minute or uh, to respond, and, and simple. It's a very simple thing to do, especially if there's only four candidates. So, hopefully, um, St. Peter's will do that, have have an open uh, microphone portion.
0: Ah, uh, the Jesuit College. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's going to, well, I guess, you know, I might actually go and attend that. That sounds interesting. You might want to just take a look at exactly what's going on with these individuals. And um, ask a few and
2: questions ask ask some questions for our show. You know, record something. You know, ask some questions. That's what it's there for for us to, you know, to get educated and uh, you know. Pass That's it a back. good idea. Yeah, That's
0: a good idea. And if any listeners um, who are listening to the show right now plan on going and asking a question, possibly feel free to uh, record the actual question and the user's response, and, uh, and send it right on up to us. We'll, we'll be happy to play it on the air and, uh, and, and talk about it and, you know, give you credit for it. It has to be a good question, though. Let's, let's, let's not, uh, you know, hopefully it's not one of those debates or one of those speakings where they hand out talk cards to the people in the crowd and have them uh, ask free written questions by, uh, you know, the, the promoters. Right. Um, so it, it can be one of those questions, ladies and gentlemen. It has to be an actual, real question from the heart to these individuals, the leaders of the corruption in Jersey City, and their candidates. So, yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe we should yeah we, we should probably check that out. Sounds interesting. Sounds um,
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. And There's
0: you al- know, I I I have, we have to you know quick shout out to that woman again that that was you know berated by Stephen Phillips for asking a question about Diane Coleman's. Um, you know statements on everyone in war having a criminal record it mm-hmm. does take a, a certain amount of courage to go out there in front of all these people who are just basically staring down at you um, and, and speak your mind so she you know she gets a thumbs up from me for sure
2: yeah and from me also
0: and that also you can yeah, see yeah. On,
2: on YouTube somewhere on one of these Hudson County television links some somehow
0: yep so, um, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, again, you know, the, the, these individuals, they're constantly, it seems like there's more bad news about all these in, individuals. You know, aside from the, the, the ones that aren't mentioned, like Walker and, and, uh, and the other, um, Malik, right. Yeah, he, as far as the two main candidates who the media seems to portray as the only two running, there's nothing but bad news out of these two guys it's it's funny how they're still in the race and they get endorsed by uh the president of the united by the president well by the president, the president you
2: know i mean the president himself is responsible for you know droning people and you know he's the commander-in-chief he's responsible ultimately for wars you know and and making certain decisions and you know all these policies and you know wow i i you know that's uh you know, kind of goes together. Um, again, these are probably individually at some point they're probably very nice gentlemen and you'd probably want to hang out with somebody like a president Obama as opposed to a president Bush who, you know, is just a, you know, a frat boy, an idiot who, you know, probably pulled the hair of the girl in front of him who sat in you know college or whatever and, you know, got drunk and peed on somebody's car. I mean, that I, you know, I'm sure Obama didn't do anything like that. Um, <laughs> but but we have to see what are these people doing now? What are they doing now? And you know it, it, it upsets me. And I work against. I don't want drones. I don't want people dying from drones. And I don't want people war. And um, yeah.
0: And that's why that's why I'll never understand why everyone's backing Brian Paul. Um, he he's not against drones. If you listen to what he's saying. He's only against drones on American citizens,
1: mm-hmm. um, right. which
0: is all good. You know, hey, listen, if you don't want anything to just happen to us, more power to you. But don't um, pretend like you're a man of, for world peace
1: because right. you're not. You're right.
0: for just peace of you and your people. And that's fine. I mean, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, it's I, I believe it's somewhat selfish, but... It's fine, if you just care about you, you you and your own, fine, you know, have fun with that, but you can only find a certain amount of happiness with that what we Absolutely. want yep I, I, what we want as our true goal is world peace. We want to be able to live a prosperous and happy life with a, anyone and everyone in harmony, and I know it sounds like a little sissy type thing, but I'm sorry that um' you know at, at a certain point I, I can't be you know twelve. I have to be, I have to become a grown man and start thinking of grown man things. I have a family that I need to take care of, and and I would like nothing bad to happen to my family, and I want nothing better to, but to protect them.
2: Right, and, and what every everybody should be on an even playing field, and that's what you know most people in power don't want. They don't want the poor on an even playing field with the rich. They don't want you know blacks on an even playing field with whites. They don't want you know gays on an even playing field with straight people. They don't want women on the even playing field with men. They don't. And they keep everybody divided, fighting amongst themselves. And unfortunately that does win. But I think, you know, it's 2013 people are getting slowly smarter, <laughs> you know, right, little by right. and
0: we've mm-hmm. got to break down these walls.
2: We've got to break down mm-hmm. just like, yeah.
0: And even if they know the truth, um, I mean, and even though they, they speak about certain issues that are going on, you know, in this day, in this day of age, they they know what the truth is, yet they don't really know what to do with the truth. But at least they know it. Before, they didn't even know it. They didn't even know what was going on in the world at all, and they just didn't care. But now someone will be like, oh, yeah, I know Obama's corrupt, or whatever. Let's go blah, 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 blah. Let's do this yeah. instead. But at right. least he just said, you know, it, it shows a progression. Like, at least, he, at least this guy knows that he's corrupt. At least he knows that. You know, at least, you know, we're making some sort of progress to these people. And um, because we've been saying it, and, you know, that, that touches on, on a, another thing that I was mentioning um, uh, before with uh, my, my friend Rob from a We Are Change New York City. Um, it, it, it's weird how the, the things that we've been saying for you, and that includes you too, Eric, and, uh, you know, the rest of uh, Jersey City Peace Movement, You know, We Are Change New Jersey, all, all the activists, all the activists from Jersey, all the activists from New York and all around the world that we all know. We, a lot of the things that are going on in the world right now, especially in America – We've been saying this is going to happen for at least a decade, at least. That's right, and, Miguel. And hundreds of people before this decade have been saying this. You know, 1980, the people were writing books about it, 1984. You know, and you're, you're seeing these things happen, the RFID chips, the drones, the, uh, you know, the, the attacking of... Torture, the, torture. Of, yeah, the, the torture, the attacking of the certain countries uh, that have the most natural resources, like oil. Gold, um, gold going through gold. the roof. Exactly. Thanks, See, thanks, yes Ellie. Bail exactly. Up. The banks, the banks are going out. The the people, the 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 uh, the uh, minerals like gold, silver, copper, they're going up in value. People are buying this. This is we've been saying this for years, years, literally years. And then when when you come to the point where like wow, all the all this stuff that I was saying before is, it's really coming true. We we you know it kind of makes you feel sad in a way, but ready for the at least because at least you were mentally prepared from all of the trying to to inform people of this happening. Um, But at the same time, it's kind of saddening too. It's like, damn, I was right. You know, I was right. This is is, is really happening. This is actually happening.
2: Every single thing that the anti-war movement said since I've been involved in it has come to fruition. Every single thing. We knew it was a pack of lies. We knew that the economy would tank. We knew that hundreds of thousands, millions of Iraqis and Afghani would be murdered. We knew that American soldiers would be slaughtered. Uh, we knew that, uh, you know, nine eleven was very questionable from from the beginning. Everything has come to fruition. We we it's been proven over and over and over and over again. And it's very frustrating when you know you're right, and then ten years later you're proven right. And what could right. have been, yeah. If everybody had this uh, knowledge or insight, um, we wouldn't be where we are now. We're, we're, now we're you know, we're digging through the rubble instead of... We should have been building houses. Now we're just... You know, we're at the point of digging through rubble. That, that's how I look at it. They've wasted our time. They've wasted this precious time.
0: And then we've just sat here like sheep yeah. and did nothing about it while they right. basically uh, strip our rights. No matter who was in the... Pre- I mean, you know, for all, you, all of you people out there who thought that Obama was going to be the big change, he might as well just be bush in blackface right because he's doing the same exact thing that bush was doing um aside from a couple of people who just felt a little bit better by having a black man in president which i do you know that that can be somewhat um of an overwhelming uh, feeling like oh my god there there really is a black man okay half black man in, in the office all right But once you start seeing the policies that he's pushing through, the things that that he's saying, the things that he's actually doing, the the murders, the the wars, the constant flow of money and and people to these offshore accounts and and locations, it it becomes apparent that he does not have your best interest in heart. No matter how hard you thought that that your vote mattered, it did not for you. Right. It only mattered for the people who were in power to begin with. Before you even decided to vote, before you even thought of what a vote was. Right. So, you know, it 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 becomes you know somewhat stressful. But like I said before, I mean, we have we must remain optimistic about this because at least people are aware of a lot of things that they weren't aware of before. Yes,
2: my my problem always is that it's a slow process. You know.
0: Mm -hmm. Um. Right. It's it's a what do they say? It's a it's a marathon, not a race, not a foot race. (laughs) <laughs> so we have to we have to endure, we have to endure. you know we we'll, we will take the day, and um with everyone that they they try to put down, two more will take its place, three more will take its place, four more. And then you know, I, I truly believe that there is a a legion of people out in the world, not just in America, but a, a legion of people in the whole wide world speaking different languages, all sorts of different cultures and and ethnic backgrounds who just want the same thing. And once they realize that they, they're chained down by these um, money-hungry, power-hungry imperialists, they can break free mm. and live in unison together. World peace. Nice. Beautiful. That's what I believe. So, um, okay, with that being said, it looks like, I, wow, well, I cut it a little close there, so I'm looking up at the time here. It looks like we have about two minutes left. I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. Um, I hope that you like the – again, we're going to ask everyone about the sound quality. Um, Hopefully, it sounds a little bit better. Eric and I are doing something a little bit different. Uh, We're actually doing a a Skype – an extension of a Skype call, including the show, to see how the quality – it it might improve the quality of the the show. So um, we also are preparing clips for commercials that we're going to be running within the show, Try to extend the show maybe another hour. And uh, get a, a little bit more fast moving. We have a lineup of, of future guests, and uh, that's pretty much it. Eric, do you have any exiting statements before we start this outro?
2: Just thanks for everybody listening, and uh, we uh, got some, some feedback here. A few listeners uh, they said they did enjoy the, enjoyed the show and that it sounded great. And uh, you know, please send us your concerns and your questions and your ideas for future topics and guests. And you know, if you're in Jersey City, come out to those debates and get involved. Uh, read the Jersey Journal and other newspapers. Continue to listen to Guerrilla Activism Radio and to stay informed.
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, the show is about you and for you. We are just outlets on, on how, to, how we can all live in peace and love. And uh, thank you again for listening to Guerrilla Activism Radio. My name is Miguel. For myself and Eric, everyone have a good night.
1: You've got to put your body upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, by all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to educate to the people who run it, to the people who it, that unless you're free, the machine's working for that, it's all. That's it. Let's work so a revolution. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Oh you know, get up out of here. Don't they understand that more people are I mean, more teams are being handed credit than they're being handed deployment?
2: In front of the cameras we all hate
1: each other. Behind the scenes it's a business. They say we're going into a revolution. We're in a revolution. Now the question is, who's going to win? The will let them do. They know just how much latitude their department
0: gives them on abusing citizens. They do it because they know they can. They
1: do it because they know, they know they may get away with it. The oil not less secure, not more secure. We need to cut the budget and bring the troops home. Why? No!